Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Conspiracy theories. Oh, boy. We love a good conspiracy theory. Is, uh, which, which conspiracy theory is this? Well, is this, this a DeMar Hamlin thing? I'm going to get to that. Oh, okay. This is one, since we just got done talking about Sean Payton, I figured this could put a bow on some Sean Payton talk here. Okay. And I may put up a, an approval rating again on Sean Payton before this process plays out, just to see if it, he was 57% yes approval with Texan fans. I wonder if, if the more they you know hear people talking about it, see other teams kind of out on Sean Payton, if Texan fans are like, kind of like, eh, I don't know. Anyways. Um, Florio says this, Mike Florio has an article about how the Cowboys, we talked about this a little earlier in the show, they're cleaning house right now with their staff. Um, even though they've had consecutive 12 win seasons, they've gone out of the playoffs in disappointing fashion now two years in a row. And they have let, uh, a senior defensive assistant named George Edwards running backs, coach skip Pete, um, Joe Philbin, the offensive line coach. Leon Lett is an assistant defensive line coach. Not course, Leon Lett. A cowboy legend, yeah. Who could have predicted that he'd ever drop the ball? An assistant, um, an assistant head coach, Rob Davis. They will all. They were all either fired or didn't have their contracts renewed. That's five assistant coaches. Now, yeah. granted, an NFL staff has a slew of assistant coaches. Uh, how many offensive coaches was that? Was that- Let me see. Uh, well, the one's an assistant head coach, the O-line coach, the running backs coach, two of them. Okay. Two of them with offensive titles. Kellen Moore and the quarterbacks coach are still there. They're still there. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But um, here's the conspiracy theory from Mike Florio. Says this. Makes me wonder whether something else is going on behind the scenes. Oh. oh. <laughs> this is classic Florio. <laughs> Something like uh, owner Jerry Jones mm. discreetly lining up the replacement for the head coach yes. before uh, firing the head coach yeah. because Jones will fire the head coach only if he gets the replacement that he wants. Yeah. In unrelated or non-developments, Sean Payton's candidacy with the four teams that, ex- that have expressed interest in his services seems to have bogged down, yeah. been bogged down by something. What if uh, what if Jerry Jones, in his long reported lust for Sean Payton, realizes that? Oh, wait a second! 
I've been in love with young Delta Burke this whole time. Right. Uh, and now I realize, like, oh, this right. is designing women, Delta Burke. Yeah. This is, uh, yeah. this is not, this isn't the, this right. isn't the one I fell in love with. Wow. Uh, nobody wants him anymore? Yeah. Well, then I guess I don't want him either. Yeah. And then Sean Payton is really left out in the lurch. He is. Yeah. Well, he lands on his $10 million cushion at Fox. Supposedly. I think the $10 million that was floated out there was if he was going to be a color commentator. Yeah. So I don't know if in studio you make less or what. I'm going to tell you right now, if he's making $10 million for what he does at Fox, anybody that works yeah. at Fox should be pissed off. He brings zero appeal to that. Yeah. Well, he... Like, his, yeah, like I don't like the pregame studio shows in general because they're just goofy, you know? Yeah. Like, they're, I mean, and goofy is fine. Yeah. So, like, I don't judge it. They are what they are. But, like, he brings none of that. Like, no levity no. or anything like that. There's nothing fun about him. Well, and his main job is pregame to the pregame on Sundays. So it's the tier B pregame. And then he does an occasional hit on the regular pregame. Yeah. Making it a seven person ensemble up there. Yeah. Um, and and then, he's like the most boring guy at the party. He is among all those guys easily. Yeah. He's like the guy that you're like, oh, great. I'm stuck talking to Peyton. Oh, boy. Okay. Right. Yeah. Stack Rankham. Who, who would you most want to hang out with on the Fox Studios show? Terry. Terry Bradshaw? Oh, no, Howie. Hmm, Howie, that's a huh? Tough one. Howie seems a little buttoned down. I know, me. but I'd want to talk shop with Howie. I know. Yeah, you would have a good conversation with Howie. I feel like Howie would be judging me the whole time. Howie Long was the very first person that really coached me into being a good defensive lineman, and by that I mean I read an um, article written about him and it, like about like his practice techniques and his moves and everything. Like okay. I never knew. I was a young defensive lineman. I didn't even know there was was such a thing as a move. So is it overstating it to say he's a bit of an idol of yours? Horrible coaches <laughs> early well, in my yeah. life. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Your coaching was so bad all you needed was a book. It was, it was I, honestly I swear. I read I read this Howie Long article and like the next day in practice, I went out and tried to swim move for my first time in my life. And it was like I'd lost my virginity. I was like, well, things are going to change now. I've got different priorities. Uh, this is, uh, this is a whole new world. Seth is in front swim of me. moving everybody <laughs> on campus. He won't, he's swim moving four times a day. <laughs> right, right. It's a line penetrator sometimes. Line at the cafeteria. He just swim moved everybody. It's incredible. Um, so, so Howie, I, I can but, see but where it, for Howie for yeah. you that makes sense. Then, as far as I think Terry's like Terry's one of those rare people who has an over the top personality that I don't think I'd get sick of. I think he's yeah. like he he knows when to turn it on and turn it off. I yeah. Think. yeah, Terry's a good one. Terry, look, Terry does ads for casinos. That's enough to put the floor at like a B minus for me. Yeah. He could be an a hole in every other facet of his life, but the dude hangs out at casinos in Louisiana all the time. I think we would find some common ground. Mine would be Jimmy Johnson. Oh, I think Jimmy hmm. Johnson would be a whole lot of fun. Go to his boat in Key West and reminisce well, about the time Notre Dame beat Miami and Catholics versus convicts. I think I would have a great time. I don't know if he'd have a good time, but I sure would. He would tell you some good stories about it. Yeah, yeah. like the stuff not suitable for publishing and everything. Uh, but, and the other thing about Jimmy, okay, this is somewhat the same criteria uh, of the same criteria I use for trying to figure out who might be a good head coach. Mm-hmm. You would want to go, you would enjoy hanging out with Jimmy Johnson. You know how I know that? Because so many people like make the trek down to the keys because apparently it's like it's like climbing a mountain sitting at the foot of the the old wise man journey to Mecca. Yeah, like he just dispenses wisdom, but in his Jimmy Johnson type yeah. of way. Um, that's like the way they speak of him is almost like the wise old man at the top of a mountain. I think um, you know. Likewise with. With head coaches, I like to hear a lot of reports from various people about just what an astounding person and leader the guy is. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to hear about how smart he is with the X's and O's. Is I mean, that's a prerequisite to be smart with the X's and O's. There needs to be something above and beyond. It is, but as you've pointed out, his superhero power was his 
force of personality. Yeah, his motivation. His yeah. Like yeah. Aikman, uh, Aikman was the first person that ever told me that. Um, and he wasn't like, it wasn't like off the record or information or anything. He was talking to a group of people, but like that just, yeah, he wasn't really all that gifted in the X's and O's side of things. Yeah. He was just really, really good in figuring out which buttons to push with which dudes. Make people tick. No doubt. Um, so yeah, so Florio speculating that maybe the Cowboys are paving the way for Peyton. That's a conspiracy theory right there. That's yeah. a good one. That's yeah. Good that's one. well And Florio's though. The guy that every single year, I mean, I don't know. It's like it's the little boy who cried wolf. At some point, the wolf will come. I guess like he's he's been yelling it every. Sing- it's not. I'm not exaggerating. You were talking about Peyton to the Cowboys. Yes, yeah. every single year. And I think it's. I think he gets a certain amount of clicks out of it in February when things are slow. So it's usually a little later. I guess it's as soon as Peyton's out of it. Right. There'll start to be. There's at least a couple articles written by Florio about how Jerry Jones might want him this year. This might be the year that he trades for Sean Payton. Yeah. Right. Right. Trades for it because there's going to be people going like, and they'd have to trade for him now. But there's going to be people going clamoring for it. Like he's been. He's only been away from the Saints for a year. Yeah. Oh no, it didn't matter. He was it's, coaching the Saints, and they were putting rumors yeah. out. And there was, and Florio has reported that there was a deal in place. I don't know. Did anybody else ever confirm that, or is that still Florio's story? Alone? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure. Um, the other conspiracy theory. I know this is one that you've heard. This is um, this is from Kyle Brandt's podcast. Kyle Brandt of the NFL Network. Good morning, football. He's got a podcast. Uh, the uh, called Kyle Brandt's Basement. It's, it's it's a good podcast. He gets good guests on there. He got Josh Allen on there. Following the loss the quarterback to the, or the Cincinnati pass Bengals. Rusher. I'm glad you brought that up. Yes, the okay. quarterback of the Buffalo football Bills. I feel bad for Josh Allen, the pass rusher. Because nobody ever says Josh Allen without explaining which guy it is unless it's the quarterback. And today. the pass rusher's turned into a decent ball player, but too. It, it, he's always he, described as Josh Allen, the, pa- the, the, dot, the defensive dot, dot. lineman. He should change yeah. his name or go by Joshua or something like mm-hmm. that. Or go by his initials. At any rate. Um, Kyle Brandt had Josh Allen on. I had not heard this conspiracy theory. Oh, you hadn't? I had not. No. You're not plugged until, out, man. Until I saw this video. Uh, yeah. I attribute yeah. it to me not having any water the last couple days in my apartment. <laughs> You've had electricity. <laughs> uh, there's a conspiracy theory. I was that, sitting around complaining you know what, about though, not having I, water. I only knew it because I've been doing... I had been just... Like just randomly scrolling Twitter more than I usually yeah. do, so I saw a lot of people being like, "This is the dumbest thing ever." I'm okay. like, "What's the dumbest thing ever?" Well, here we go. Yeah. So Newsweek, New York Post, and other outlets are running stories about a Demar Hamlin conspiracy theory in which people are suggesting that he was not at the game on Sunday and that it was some sort of body double conspiracy cover up. That it goes on and on and on into the tinfoil hat territory. Would you like to debunk that conspiracy theory or maybe confirm it? Yeah, that's that's stupid. Um, <laughs> that you said main like there's mainstream media outlets pushing this. There's mainstream media outlets. There's people with like really legitimate heavy followings who are saying the fix is in. Um, that was not Demar. His face was covered. He had sunglasses. He had a hat. When they went to him on CBS, you couldn't see him. And that there's this next level conspiracy that that was actually not Demar Hamlin at the game. They're saying it. One, that's that's Demar swag. That's what he liked. He was wearing that. Um, two, he was in the locker room with us pregame. So yes, that was Demar. There's absolutely zero <laughs> chance. There's absolutely zero chance. That's okay, beat Demar Hamlin. That's our guy. That's uh, our brother. He was with us pregame, postgame. He was up in the suite with his family, his little brother, 100%. So people need to stop. I got it. Stop this. I got to. Uh, I got to say, uh, Kyle Brandt. 
I, I feel he was a bit disingenuous. Is in how he, he stretching that. the truth? Well, because uh, Newsweek, the article I read in Newsweek uh, about this is they're reporting on the conspiracy. Yeah, and they're and they're talking about some of the dubious claims supporting this narrative. And uh, like it wasn't it wasn't Newsweek or other outlets pushing. Saying this. it was. They're this. reporting on the conspiracy, which is that's a pretty big difference. Yeah. Um. So I feel like he was baiting uh, Josh Allen there a little bit. No, well, I do. Uh, I, I, there's a part of this that has annoyed me just in that I, if you have your conspiracy theory, fine, but can you at least concede that maybe the guy that had a major heart issue uh, a couple weeks ago and that hasn't made many public public appearances other than on video might, yeah, not actually want cameras up in his face the whole time right, and everything. Right. I just, I don't know. There's there's a certain level in the, 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 the media is probably going to try to be, the production crew especially, as opposed to like the news media, is going to try to respect exactly how close they want the cameras and all that. Yeah. To be clear, I don't think it's a conspiracy theory. Like, I think that was DeMar Hamlin. The one thing I will say about Josh Allen, if he were to be forced to argue this in a court of law, <clears throat> I don't think the fact that whoever it was was wearing what Demar Hamlin would wear. Yeah, is a valid defense of your side of it. Like I'm like, yeah, I'm guessing part of disguising this person as Demar Hamlin. Yeah, is dressing him like Demar Hamlin it is, would dress. It's perfectly set up for conspiracy theories though, because the image of him in like uh, in cloaked in the shadows is almost exactly something like with from, the from, snow from, falling in front of the box. It, and it everything is from too. the X Files. Yeah, and it, it does feel. Yeah. it feels shadowy. Yeah. it's literally shadowy, yeah. Sean. It's literally. It was literally shadowy. shadowy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But now Josh Allen's in on the conspiracy. <laughs> right, he's, he's he's in a way he's forwarding it. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Let's pretend it was true. What would the goal be? Of having a fake Demar Hamlin. Um, the goal, story. the conspiracy theory goes as I've seen it. It's that because they don't want people to know that it was the vaccine that uh, almost <laughs> oh killed him, and because of that, they're trying to keep the image going that he's uh, alive or okay. And now uh, there's some some parts of the conspiracy are that he's dead. So this is really the conspiracy. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. I didn't know if you were joking. You, you or act not. shocked. No, yeah, I mean, I guess I shouldn't be. Oh yeah, yeah, no, 100%. Well, okay. no, I cuz we I had a listener that I was trying to I was trying to talk to a couple weeks ago who was asking us why we weren't reporting something about the DeMar Hamlin and he's asking it's because the because of your vaccine company sponsors, right? I'm like, I I don't I cannot, for the life of me, ever remember an ad from a vaccine company, like a, a pharmaceutical company, anything on there. And yet I could not convince him that I hadn't been told by my bosses to talk about the DeMar Hamlin stuff a specific way. I cannot I cannot tell you how little actual guidance we get okay. on stuff like this. This, like this. It's just, it's a, so, yes, I 100% believe that, that, that people believe the conspiracy. Because I know there was somebody that flat out, no matter what I told him, yeah. he wasn't going to believe me. Okay. I'm like, listen, I've never been told like one way or the other how to handle this Damar Hamlin stuff yeah. whatsoever. As far as getting into various theories about this or that, like you and I just generally stay away from anything uh, like that's a serious news topic. It's and, just, and, and, yeah. and here's here's the proof. Yeah. Is I thought... If someone were to say, if someone were to say to me, why would they do this? I would say maybe the real Demar Hamlin is still not ready to be back at the stadium, but they wanted a Demar Hamlin in there to oh. inspire the crowd. Oh, that's a good and get the crowd theory. going. Yeah, yeah. That, but that's where I'm. I'm looking at it from a sports perspective. No. I don't give a crap about the but the vaccine and this because, and that. Because uh, basically Johnson and Johnson is uh, is telling them that that's the way they have to do it. <laughs> yes, that's the way things operate in books. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I. I mean, I'm. I'm like, yeah. That's. They want a Demar Hamlin in there to get the crowd going from a, you know, nine and a half to a 
9.95. Wow, Demar's here? Oh man, it's on now. Yeah, it's on now. But I guess uh, yeah, the whole uh, the whole that part where it really breaks down is like, okay, if you think this thing through, whatever the conspiracy would yeah. be, like, do you think that they're gonna somehow like disguise the death of Demar Hamlin yeah. for for decades and decades? But I guess <laughs> if that's the level you go to with conspiracies, then as you've pointed out, the Dude, answer is yeah, that is what you. think. I'll tell you, no, honestly, and you know, and people get frustrated with me sometimes because I say I do listen to a lot of conspiracy theories just to be seen, like because sometimes it'll expose a blind spot in your side, or there, sometimes there are actual conspiracies. I'll tell you what, a lot of the things that I thought I knew about like psychedelic drugs Mm -hmm. growing up, um, that was like a vast government (laughs) push to to basically, yeah, 100%, 100%. Um, (laughs) And like uh, to the point where it's it's astounding how effective, well, a lot of the stuff in the war on drugs, you know, was... uh, and sometimes people's motivations were pure in a lot of it, but a lot of things got lumped together mm-hmm. um, for just, uh, I guess the conspiracy theories go too far sometimes when they think it's a concerted effort by like multiple groups with a specific goal in mind. Sometimes it just works out that way that people are misinformed about something and, and everybody just goes with it. Right, pain sometimes pain. people are just dumb, man. That could be. People know even, even people that think everybody in charge are idiots. Um, don't really want to know, in, in fact, how dumb some of them actually are. Uh, 890, oh, I'm sorry, 6933 on the trailer wheel and frame text page. Do we even know if Hamlin is even vaccinated? No, I, I don't right, know. Yeah, and I, don't, I don't care. I don't, I don't care if he is. I My conspiracy theory was him getting the crowd riled up to cheer louder. I You guys are so f- much further down a, a rat hole than I am. All right. Um, a couple... Strange moments at the Houston Houston Sports Awards. You're not having a seizure, are you? <laughs> Don't ever do that again. I'm faking a seizure. <laughs> I should have gone with it. I should have gone with it. That would have been awesome. Like, I don't know Radio host defending the vaccine <laughs> yeah. makers. Has seizure. I, there's like 10% of me like, crap, this might be oh, real. No. No, no, like, uh, uh, the problem is uh, trying to have a conversation about the vaccines and just various... It's, it's like whenever you try to have a discussion about anything scientific... As soon as somebody brings up, like, either a devil's advocate just to talk yep. about, or if you, like, point out the weaknesses in yeah. something, um, or a study or a trial, it's all, you're like, nope, you're one or the other. You're yeah. one or the other. Yep. You can't have an actual conversation about That's this. That's right. All right, a couple strange moments from the Houston Sports Awards that I, I need to bounce off Seth because he was there in the building last night. We will get to those next. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Sports Radio 610 presents Pain and Pendergast. This is a good jam. What's this? This is the... Oh, this is the... Oh, well, how about them Strohs? Yeah. This is a legit good song. He was. Uh, I rode up in the elevator with him, and uh, I was. He's in. Uh, I think he must. I should have asked him. Looks like he's in a new workout regimen or something. He looks good. Yeah. 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 That's a hard. Those guys. Uh, I don't mean it's like a hard life. Like oh, poor poor music star has to travel around all over the place. But it's hard to stay healthy. Yeah. When you're traveling around all the time and like keeping weird hours across multiple different time zones. And yeah. Everything. Yeah. The um the Strohs being really good. That's and why the, got, that's why no, 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 no. I'm about to oh, say God. something. <laughs> maybe, a matter of, uh, maybe of his diet and the Strohs being he good. He does a lot he's, of public appearances. You know, he's not he's not comfort binging anymore. No, right? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the Texans have us doing that. No, but the Texans attempt to kind of re-engage with the city, you know, yeah. marketing wise, and the Astros just being the best team in baseball mm-hmm. have put Paul Wall kind of out front a lot more in the last it's, year. Uh, so. You know what? It's a benefit of kind of being vocally supportive of the teams even when they were bad. Yes. You get that foot in the door and uh, you kind of be, be known right. as a mainstay. He's a ride or die, it. man. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. legit good song. Turn it up a little bit, Ben. They had a bunch of original songs last night. They did for each of the Hall of Famers. Yeah. Those were good, too. They're. I don't know if they're... If they're Archiving the awards anywhere. I know they're going to play on one of the, maybe on AT&T Sports or something, maybe Channel 13, a replay. Yeah. I apologize, Patty Smith. I don't know where exactly they're playing on TV. It was a it was a good night. That was a fun night last night. Dude, I didn't know. I knew Bruce Matthews had a lot of kids. I didn't know that he had seven kids. Seven kids, kids. yeah. And as much as, uh, am I, as I am an admirer of the Clay Matthews senior family, that's Clay Matthews, the grandfather, yep. followed by Clay Matthews Jr. and Bruce Matthews, followed by uh, Clay Matthews the third, Jake Matthews, another couple thrown in there right. or something. All these guys that have played across three generations, they played uh, professional football. Yeah, um, Bruce Matthews was inducted into the, the Hall of Fame last night. But I felt better about, like when I was a young player and I played against Bruce Matthews, I, I felt like this is like one of the strongest human beings who ever lived. And now I realize yeah, yeah. he's just got sevenfold dad strength. Yeah, Which yeah. frankly... Doesn't feel fair or right. <laughs> well, I feel like if you got that amount of dad strength, you should be like it should have affected his Hall of Fame hey candidacy. Man, every, it's a PED. Everybody's got their own workout regimen. He said he made his some, was having kids. He made some biblical reference about his quiver being full. I'm like, yeah, I guess your quiver was pretty full, wasn't it, man? You're not shooting not for blanks, long. that's for sure. Yeah, jeez, that's a and that's a. So I'm sitting down. 
I'm sitting down and I'm talking to John McClain and then and Wade Phillips for a little bit backstage. And all of a sudden, there's like, I thought it was, I thought it might have been Paul Wall's security uh, contingency or something, or contingent, because it was it was all of Bruce Matthews' kids walking in. Yeah. A bunch of big old hosses. They the are. guys are a, a bunch of big old it's hosses. It's a big group, man. Yeah. It's a big group. Um, so the. Maybe this is a bit of a conspiracy theory, as long as we're coming off the previous segment where Seth and I were reviewing conspiracy the, theories. The Matthews family were engineered in a lab? No, no. Well, That's a popular one. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. I'll check the text page. Um, last night, it was, a, it was a strange moment last night. Yeah. Um, and I'm only bringing this up because I'm sure there was crossed wires or something like that because the optics of it looked weird. If you wanted to be into conspiracy theories that Jordan Alvarez's teammates hate him. Hmm. Because he won the Athlete of the Year award, as you and I predicted. Yeah. And um, the folks who were winners of awards but weren't there all made videos. Marcus Sasser had a video for College Athlete of the Year. Dusty Baker, Coach of the Year, did a video. Jordan Alvarez was not there. He did a video. It was in Spanish with subtitles. And at the end of that video, Ryan Presley, who was up on stage, he was the one handing out that award. And Alex Bregman, host of the entire evening, one of them said that, after the video, now Jordan Alvarez's teammates who are in attendance will come up and accept the award for him. Something to that effect that made yeah. it sound like Altuve and Pena and Hensley, mm-hmm. and there were th- two or three others that were there from the Astros, that they were all going to come. There was a coach that was there for the Astros. They were all going to come up on stage and do some sort of group acceptance for Jordan, and nobody came up on stage. Alex Bregman said a few words, and then that was it. Oh. And I'm going, huh. Is there a protest of Jordan Alvarez going on with the Houston Astros right lovable now? Lovable Jordan somehow yeah. actually unlikable. Yeah, I or mean something? I, I saw them. They were all still there. It, yeah. At the yeah. event. That actually uh I'm glad you said that, because I wouldn't have thought anything of this. There was a little bit of a miscommunication because I was listening on to my earpiece uh but leading up to that. There was a bit of a miscommunication about how that was gonna be handled. Okay. And it was supposed to be apparently Bregman better. was gonna accept it on behalf of Jordan, but yeah. that, like Bregman didn't feel like that, that was like felt like kinda awkward, so he wanted somebody else to do it. But I don't think they had time to notify those guys. Okay. So rest assured, Sean. Okay. It was not uh it was nothing to do with Jordan. I, feel, I love Jordan. Himself. And yeah. I would hate to think that everybody hates him. No, no, no. That was uh I think that was just a little a little glitch in the Okay. in the show rundown there. That was a big I had a tough time sleeping last night because of that. All right. Well, I'm glad it was just a glitch. Hey, um has anybody ever seen David Hensley Astros rookie last year um, and I, and Cliff Kingsbury in the same place? Uh, yeah, I know. I saw it when I was I honestly was trying to figure out who Hensley was at first. Yeah. Because I, I, I had never like seen Kingsbury. him in person. I know. It's <laughs> crazy. I thought you were, thought it you was, were in Thailand. It was. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there was something about it. I was like, I, I was looking at Hensley, and, and it took a while for it to dawn on me. Because you're there, though, too, where there are a lot of musical artists and other people that you kind of There's people there that you can kind of tell, like, they're on TV or something. Yes. I don't know who they are. And I thought Hensley was one of those types of people. Okay, yeah. I thought it was, like, some TV person that I just don't watch that. I don't watch that show or something. He is on TV, occasionally having at-bats as a pinch hitter for the Astros. But especially this happens. It's funny. This happens with baseball players more so than any other sport for me. And I think it's because they're just – they're not – they're not – usually football players, like, in person aren't as big as you expect them to be. Baseball players aren't – Baseball players are like more normal looking people than they you don't expect pop them to like be. football and basketball. Yeah, like they're players, not yeah. like even the muscular guys aren't like overly bulky. Right. Like you wouldn't pick them out as like, oh, that guy's definitely like it's they're just they're put together a little bit more like normal human beings. Yep. So yeah, I think that's what it was with him. Yeah. <laughs> looked like Kingsbury, didn't he? Yeah. That was crazy. That was crazy. 
Um, that was a fun night last night, man. Uh, I would say that, um, you know, the few of the speeches ran a little long. Yeah. That was tough. Yeah, it happens, though. But they all made fun of each other for going long. Mm -hmm. You know, they were... Does that make it all right? Well, Calvin Murphy got up there and said, Don Chaney stole all my time. You know, and... And I guess once these guys, I think everybody who went long was above a certain age bracket. We were making fun of Ed Marinero, yeah. the former Minnesota Viking yeah. who ran long at the draft last year, yeah. Cornell grad like yeah. yourself, um, that uh, he, we looked up his age. He's 72. Mm-hmm. What is the immunity age for someone running long at an awards show on their speech? I feel like you have to have 70? started to show signs of old age okay. um, in terms of you're just, are you a rambling old man yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to... Hmm. Uh, I think everybody that goes though expects it, so it's, it's built uh, in. Yeah, because they actually baked did it. in. Because uh, that was the other thing I was listening to, and in my ear is like them kind of scrambling to cut various things, yeah. uh, and to shorten other things up as you go along. So they're kind of ready for. They know a couple of the old timers are going to go along, and they try to they try to keep it from going more than ten or fifteen minutes over the limit. Well, Altuve made up for at least two of them by having his speech for yeah. Sportsmanship Award go. 18 seconds. <laughs> That's where they, uh, yeah, because I was right up after Altuve, and they said, listen, get over there because Altuve's not going to speak for more than 10 seconds. They wanted Altuve to speak for the moment of the year. The moment of the year was the Astros winning the World Series. And he was supposed to get up, or they wanted him to get up and Well, one say of the something. coaches, I forget which yeah. coach, one of the coaches, Dusty wasn't there, so one of the coaches went up there, and I, I forget, it might have been Joe Espada, I think, was up there, and accepted the award and said, these guys, we're going to try to do it again next year. And then kind of paused and kind of looked down at the players, and the players all looking at each other, and I think they expected at least one more person to speak. Yeah. And I think among the people who were up there, the logical one, just based on stature with the team, mm-hmm. would be Jose Altuve. And Altuve just kind of smiled, looked around, and everybody said, okay, I guess we're getting off the stage. You know what Altuve was saying in his head? What's that? Listen, you sons of bitches. The last time I tried to speak for the entire team... <laughs> You know, so maybe back off a little bit, you ingrates. The last yeah. time I spoke for the entire team, my Hall of Fame candidacy went up in smoke. All right? Last time I tried to do the noble thing. This is why guess, yeah. every speech I do is 12 seconds now. No, no good deed goes unpunished. That's exactly right. That's, that's exactly the one right. time where if he had gone longer, it might have helped because that, that seemed to be the biggest issue people had with that was that right. they, at the press conference, they only spoke for a few seconds. Despite the fact that they all talked for like forty minutes each afterwards, yeah. nobody wanted to. Uh, nobody wanted to learn that part of it. Um, we gave Bregman a really good grade earlier on emceeing this, the Houston Sports Awards last night. Um, I gave him an A. I thought he did a really, really good job. Uh, do we subtract points? And I'm, I'm literally asking this question because I'm far from being the doctor of style, and Bregman's in a different age bracket than I am. Obviously, his tie was very, very, very short. very short like if it were if it were a previous era where i was a little more tuned in with the styles at the time i would have said bro you should have talked to your dad before he walked out of the house with that tie on uh i just googled short ties are in and i got a picture of the uh let's see there's a picture from like the 1940s when guys remember when men used to wear their pants like above their now that would have been funny if he did that if he did or funny or you would have thought no if you if he did that you would have thought like oh that must be the style yeah Yeah. everything's cyclical there's at least one picture here oh there where they're explaining uh, improper tie length. Okay. So I don't know. It might be that shorter ties are making uh, some kind of. I, I feel like I should have thrown this out there earlier when we were giving Bregman yeah. a grade because that it. I mean, for me, it does affect my grade for him. He's down to an A minus because of that short little tie. He's lucky he's got a flat stomach 
and doesn't have a bit of a boiler because the tie would rest on top of his yeah. gut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so. thought he did. Uh, I thought he did a really good job. I thought he was very comfortable. I think that. Uh, I think he's got a future in sports. Media. He should do it again. He should do it every year. To. He was really good. Mm. Oh yeah, because he'll get more and more comfortable at it. He was really well, good because Bill Worrell was. Uh, Bill Worrell was the MC for the first several years, right? A couple years, yeah. And he's least. just. A, I mean, he's a polished natural. He's at done that a thousand stuff. of those. He just gets out there, and it feels yeah. like he's. Uh, delivering the Gettysburg Address. <laughs> He's awesome. But no. without being so stupid serious about it. <laughs> lighten up, Lincoln. Right, right. He, <laughs> Lincoln got up before the Gettysburg Address and cracked a couple one-liners. <laughs> Where's Ebenezer? Oh, there he is laying down over there. Hey, lazy Ebenezer. Oh, he's dead. Okay. Bill, uh, <laughs> Bill Worrell reads in the end. He's like, cold-blooded. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Payne and Pendergast with you on a uh, on a Thursday. All right, um, John Lopez, Landry Locker, they'll jump in with us next. We'll find out what they've got going on on uh, In the Loop. Get their thoughts on the great night that was last night. Also, um, a documentary recommendation from Seth Payne earlier this week. I took him up on it yesterday. Since I had no water, I just decided to watch a documentary instead. I will give you my review on the hatchet-wielding hitchhiker as well on our way out next. There's nothing that Zadok Jewelers loves better than when the lead-in to their live read is something about a hatchet-wielding hitchhiker. My bad, Zadok. Selling a little or a lot. (laughs) Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all in one e commerce platform to their in person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places well working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like t-mobile we have america's largest 5g network so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files to the coffee shop We have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. It's like the ads are reading the text page. <laughs> so I have to acknowledge that. Earlier, I was like, I honestly, I don't think, I don't know if we've ever had a vaccine ad or anything like that. No, apparently we do a bunch. So Literally the one that played eight seconds ago. I have to acknowledge that since that was part right. of me saying like that. I was trying to explain that, no, I'm not like some mouthpiece of the vaccine companies. I haven't been instructed what to say. I will say, uh, as at least some part evidence, I, I have very little clue like which ads are running on the uh, station other than the people I speak for. That's okay. Yeah. You and I are doing stuff How during the How long has that ad been running? I don't, it's, okay. <laughs> it's the first time I've heard it, but it doesn't okay. mean it's not been running for a while. Um, I took your recommendation... And I spent 88 minutes yesterday, in total, that's how long it is, watching the hatchet-wielding hitchhiker. Yes! Um, definitely 90 minutes, 88 minutes, whatever it is, well spent. Yeah. yeah that a is very, a crazy story. It's a story about a young hitchhiker who saved a woman uh, during a traffic incident where an angry man who had just driven into a construction worker was then attacking other people, and this homeless surfer dude... Uh, attacked the guy with a hatchet. Yeah, and described it. Did we pull the audio or for it? Oh, oh no. no, I should have. I, yeah, yeah I that's the one that everybody knows. Yeah, okay. yeah. So uh, smash, smash, yeah. smash. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, it turns into uh, like it. We'll do guy, this again tomorrow with the audio. The kid's way more complicated yeah. than uh, it's way more complex than you might think. Yeah. And one of the funny things about it is like even in describing it, everybody in the documentary. One of my favorite things during the documentary is you know. The guy was just so lovable in this interview that, yeah, I guess on the surface of it, we might have thought, boy, he sure was quick to just hit a guy in the head with a hatchet three times. Right. And the third time, turn it around to use the business end. Yeah. Like the first two times, he hit him with the blunt end. The third time, he hit him with like the, the sharp edge in the head, like yeah. on the scalp. Yep. And uh, they thought, okay, maybe, maybe this guy wasn't just the fun-loving, happy hippie that we thought he was. Right. And yeah. the documentary is about the rise and fall of this guy. This guy goes from yeah. being a homeless dude to being a viral sensation because of the interview he did with the... The news guy that showed up at the site of this, yeah. what what was a crime scene, essentially. Um, the guy goes viral with the interview to the point where all these reality TV people see him, like producers, and they he ends up ends up on the Jimmy Kimmel show, and he ends up, they end up giving him a tryout for some other reality TV stuff. As it turns out, the guy's got all kinds of issues, and then a few months later, he goes to jail for, for murder. Yeah. He, he, you know, up in, he winds up, this started in California, he wound up a few months later up in New York, and he wound up killing a lawyer up in New York, and it's a complex story like behind That's a lot it. of spoilers uh, you just gave well, out. Well, okay. okay, yeah. So, spoiler alert. Okay, yeah, In, that's in true. reverse. Um, so, yeah, it was... Sorry, now you look... Oh, it's a news... Falling. It's not a movie. I mean, it's a news <laughs> well, story. Well, no, it is one of those things. It's a documentary that's... The initial story was huge, but I was completely and totally unaware of the follow-up part. So, I think it's... For something that was extremely well covered at the beginning, I think that it is... Uh, it's, it's kind of... It's almost like the people that went to watch Titanic without realizing that it was a true story. But, but you find were, out, were, I'll say this, There Seth, were people that watched Titanic that didn't realize that the boat was going to sink. Okay, though, well, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, not, not that I don't believe it, but that's crazy. Um, they do make it clear in the first minute yeah. of the documentary that this thing ends way different than it's supposed to. That it goes to. really it, poorly. it's got issues. Well, yeah, the, the, the first, issues. yeah, because the first, the, the initial, one of the big uh, news people on there that's in the documentary a lot... Says, oh yeah, he's accepting a call from this kid from jail. Yeah, they, they, yeah. yeah, he. Um, I think he even said he was. You know, they called him a murderer yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So I, so you, you watch it knowing, okay, this is going to end very differently for this kid than you think it would. 
I'll say this in watching it. The the guy you're referring to, his name is Jessup Reisbeck, I think is his name. The reporter. He was a reporter who showed up at the scene, yeah. the smash, smash, he smash was a, scene. He was a, sport, a young sports reporter who, because they had a, a shortage of reporters that day, goes out to do his first news story ever yeah. to this hitchhike, hatchet-wielding hitchhiker crime scene. Yeah. Um, and nobody really even knew the story at that point. He just saw this kind of surfer-looking dude that had been described by as, as somebody that had saved this woman. Yeah. So he grabbed them and got this incredible interview from yep. them yep. that went viral on YouTube and and was just a huge, huge deal. It was crazy. The thing the thing that was wild to me, because this happened 10 years ago, yeah. nine years ago, no, 10 years ago, no, it was 2013, um, is just how much this Jessup Riceback was kind of rooting for this guy the whole yeah. time. Like. I just know there's good in him. I just, I just, I don't know if I can believe that he actually ended up killing somebody. And yeah. even, even like now, he's so sad about the fact that this guy, who he kind of championed, yeah. you know, he was kind of he, you know, once this, once, once Kai is the name of the hatchet well, building hitchhiker. Yeah. Once Kai became a thing, well, the whole Rice thing is, was really kind of yeah. backing his cause. Kai was a lot like Aaron Rodgers in that he portrayed this image of a hippie, this like loving, you know. All I love everybody, uh, you know, world peace, all this stuff. Yeah. You know, um, I'm a hippie. I'm a happy hippie. Yeah. But then he had a psychotic, angry side to him, he too. Did. So just like Aaron Rodgers, I think you could you can fall in love with the things he wants to portray himself as. But always remember, he's a psychotic killer, too. He, here metaphorically. Was, here was the frustrating thing for me in watching this is... The, all the Hollywood people that saw the viral interview with Kai, the smash, I smash, yeah. smash, smash this guy, viral interview with him, that thought they could turn him into something that would generate money for people. Yeah. Like long term. Yeah. It's one thing to use the sensation to get a quick boost yeah. of something. Which, to be clear, in that moment, he had saved a woman who was being attacked by yeah. a huge dude. Yeah. Like a big grizzly bear of a guy. Uh, yeah. Exactly. And I'm, I say this without even chop off the ending where he, it turns out he may have killed somebody. Yeah. The fact that they were expecting this guy to keep it together long enough to do things like go on the Jimmy Kimmel show, do a movie review show, yeah, like just because he's got this viral fame, it's like they were flabbergasted that if they turned his back on, they turned their back on him, like at the studio for Jimmy Kimmel for like two minutes, they turn around and he's gone, yeah, like yeah. Like, like like a little baby or a dog or yeah. something like that that ran away. He peed on things, right? Yeah, he used to just pee in. He public. used to pee it, on. Well, he peed on Julio Iglesias, star on the Walk of Fame. In his defense, he was drinking all the time, so like you got to urinate, and he was cool with just doing it whenever and wherever. He peed on. Uh, the Jimmy Kimmel sign, he did. He but did. then after Jimmy Kimmel gave him five hundred dollars for his appearance, he Kai gave the five hundred dollars to the security guard who had to stop him because he felt right. bad about right, it. Right, right. He had right. a very sweet side to him. He did he and did. he had a very and he had a charisma about him. He could play guitar. He could sing. And uh, in defense of Hollywood types, because you know how tight I am with so many Hollywood types. Right, right, right. They were. It was in that period where they realized, like, oh no, this guy can't hold it together. It was like a forty-eight hour period. Yes. Where they're like, oh wow, he's got charisma. Um, let's get him on Jimmy Kimmel and see. And then very quickly they realized, oh no, we can't do a damn thing with this guy. Yeah, I'm like, what did you expect? What did they expect from this guy? I'm so John, glad you watched this. John Lopez jumps I feel like in. You're very critical of people who were just running an experiment to see if it would work or not. Yeah. Well, I, maybe it was their reaction, like. Maybe I'm reading too much into their reaction. There was at least should they have expected that he was going to go murder a lawyer? No, I didn't say that. I didn't say no. No, I I even said forget about the murder part at the end. You know, just their their thought that this guy could keep it together 
for any small period of time to do something in Hollywood was was very funny. But I guess that's you're in the trial. You're in the trial and error business. Yeah, they discovered in like a really like a a twelve hour period. They're like, oh, it's not going to work. It's not like they gave him the kid. The Kardashian company wanted to give him a reality show. Yeah, or were thinking about it. Yeah, they realized very quickly they couldn't. Dude, how about the how about the reality TV? The woman I forget her name who was like a reality TV brand manager in that whole thing Mm -hmm. who let him stay at her house. Oh, that's what Seth and I were talking about yesterday. Yeah, Yeah. that's the part where she really. But I, Dude, I the, probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah, is, you think <laughs> the sweet side of him was so sweet. Like he was genuinely like he would just give all of his stuff. He would give all of his possessions to these homeless people and everything. Wow, he looked man. like there was a pure side to him. Yep, he, he was a complex a person. Seth, he would yeah. snap. Yep, yes, he, he was complicated. He was. He I mean, he was a he like they go into whether he was abused or not, and it's very you know. It's, yeah. it's There's hard some to dark parts out. of it to yeah. be sure. Yeah, a, a big ups to Jimmy Kimmel too. I thought he did a great job when he did the sit down. Seems like a genuinely nice person. He has a Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, he has a shot of making it. See, I, I watch him. I'm like, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel? make it in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that guy, that yeah. guy's got, there's something to he's that not, guy. He's never once peed on something that wasn't scripted. Well, as far as as know, he was on The yeah. Man Show for a while back in the day. with uh, He was like on The Adam Man Carolla. Show mostly just to keep, like Adam Carolla was his Kai. Yeah. That's probably why he thought he could do something with Kai. He's like, look, I turned Adam Carolla into a semi-adult. Carolla for yeah. nine years, yeah. Uh, hi, John. Hello. How are you? Big ups to Seth Payne. Did a great job, didn't he? Big ups oh. to Seth Payne. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. Thanks, man. Huge ups. I appreciate it. Yeah. That was that was a great. Event. What was your? Did you? Uh, was the Ronald McDonald interview your favorite part? Like it was. I nice? I, I only stayed for like uh, sorry Seth about uh, fifteen minutes of the actual show. Okay. I did the red carpet, worked the room. I hate saying that. Uh, you know, talked to a bunch of friends, yeah. and yeah, then yeah. went in there with uh, Pastorini for a while. Sat with him and, and his beautiful wife Pam for a second, and then and then I bolted okay uh, then I bolted uh, f- for no real reason other than uh, dinner was ready at yeah home. So- <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and you can stream it at well, home plus and again it's nice for you now that you live so close you don't have to I Ubered it's not a big deal it was a mile and yeah. a half oh, from my yeah. house yeah you're really close yeah I Ubered I want you walk you I could have walked if I yeah. wasn't in dress shoes yeah, yeah still yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. so what do you got going on on the show today buddy uh, interesting twist um, that we that Landry and I both kind of came across and uh, agree on this don't sleep on Mike Kafka I think oh. that that's going to be a big uh, okay, well, part that of us. That depresses me. Okay, what else? Well, does it, I don't know if it does or not. I mean, it does in a way, uh, but uh, depresses me because it's not D'Amico. It's not D'Amico. Yeah. It's not D'Amico. That that's the thing. And I actually was, uh, you know, speaking to some people over at the organization. I said, "Man, I love D'Amico. We all love D'Amico. It could be the greatest hire ever, and there's going to be a big letdown if it's not him." Yeah, you're Big saying you're saying they hire somebody else and yeah. it could be I the do greatest. Think yeah. Steichen will bring a certain amount of a juice just because of like if people are watching the Eagles in the playoffs yeah. and he comes in as the offensive coordinator. I think it's easy to, it's easy to visualize. Oh, okay, well they can you know they, they can find a Jalen Hurts. Yep. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, let's do this thing. Well, sounds good, man. It's I'm excited. Have it's a great good show. show. Oh, uh, uh, Brandon Scott's going to join us as well. Okay, fifteen. He's always good. Great. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in the loop is up next. Seth, antibodies to you. Antibodies to you as well, and may all your hitchhikers be non non hatchet wielding. Yeah. We hope, yeah, non murderers. All right, we're done. We're out of time. Seth and I'll see you tomorrow at six a.m. In the loop is up next. Have a great day, everybody. I have to sleep with men for money. I'm a prostitute. Antibodies to you. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 